Hello and welcome to another Kangaroo English Daily Digest podcast. My name is Christian and today is Tuesday, best day of the week. <laughs> um, before we start, I just want to remind you that if you want to support this podcast and all of my other work like on my YouTube channel, Facebook group, Instagram, then you can become my patron at Patreon. Uh, you will find the link to that on my website along with the link to everything else that I do at kangarooenglish.com. Now, today I want to talk about false, illogical, and untrue reasoning and thinking. And I want to show how that relates to today's word of the day. Um, but before I can talk about that, I need to tell you a little story about a group of ancient Greeks. Now, I, I don't know if you've ever seen the film a bit My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Um, it's a really, a really funny movie. Um, and, and one of the characters in the film is the father of the main character. And he's, he's Greek. And throughout the film, he's constantly talking about how the Greeks basically invented everything. The Greeks invented mobile telephones. The Greeks invented mathematics. Uh, the Greeks invented um, washing machines. Just anything you could imagine, right? Anything. Strangely, they never found time to invent plumbing, but well. Um, and, and obviously, a, a lot of what he says isn't true, um, the Greeks were certainly responsible for a lot of things, but not, not as much as, as he claims in the movie. Um, but one of the things that the ancient Greeks were really good at, something they were very advanced at, way ahead of their time, was the idea of using rhetoric and, and critical thinking and logic as a kind of, as a, like a way of life and embedding, embedding critical thinking and, and, and logic into, into teaching and into philosophy. And, and there was a, a group of these ancient Greeks, they were called the sophists. That's S-O-P-H-I-S-T, sophists, right? And, and they were really, they were amazing people, really. So they were all about critical thinking. They were all about um, the separation of religion and politics. You know, they were really kind of, um, what would we say, forward thinkers, right? forward thinkers. Um, but there was a problem with them. There was a little problem with the sophists. So... They, they, they get their name from the Greek word sophos, which means basically skilled, um, skilled and, and sort of talented and, and, and cultured. That was, that was sophos, right? Um, and so you can understand that it makes sense. They were called sophists because they were, you know, very kind of skilled and, and, and talented and educated people. But... This was their undoing. This created their, their problems. So 
the first problem was that um, they were normally contracted by rich Greek people. So you had rich Greek people or powerful Greek people like uh, politicians or emperors. They would, they would contract these sophists to become like advisors and, and teachers to them. And when they contracted them, they paid them a lot of money. So sophists in general were quite wealthy people. Okay, so that's, that's one thing, so wealthy. And the second thing was that because the sophists were kind of obsessed with critical thinking and logic and, and reasoning, they were kind of a little bit irritating and annoying to ordinary people. Because, you know, ordinary people want to go about their lives <laughs> without worrying about making small mistakes when they're, when they're speaking, you know, logical mistakes or, or not thinking critically about everything that they do. You know, it's, it's very difficult to live your life to such high standards. And so for those two reasons, because they were wealthy and because they were kind of irritating, a lot of people hated the sophists. They were generally disliked, okay? And, and so this, this root word, this root word sophos, which meant skilled and, and, and cultured and, and talented, it's split in, in two. So we have, we have some modern words in English that have all the positive connotations of coming from that root of being skilled and talented. And then we have all these other words that, that come from all the negative connotations associated with the sophists. And so the word got contaminated by these, these, these ancient Greek philosophers. So some of the positive words include sophisticated. So... It's a, quite a common word. You probably know that word. Um, you could say that your mobile telephone is sophisticated. It has lots of talents. It can do lots of different things. It's very skilled. It can make phone calls and answer emails and wow, right? But then today's word of the day was contaminated by those sophists. Today's word of the day is sophistry. S-O-P-H-I-S-T-R-Y sophistry. And so because of the sophists, we have sophistry, which is a noun. And sophistry is now a synonym for illogical, false, and untrue thinking. Isn't that ironic? <laughs> um, and one piece of sophistry, which is, is very common among people who are learning a language, is that children are like sponges. Children can absorb language magically. They have this special ability to learn languages without effort that adults just don't have. <laughs> and this is, actually, this is actually sophistry. It's not true. It's false and illogical. And it's very important to know that because some of the very important reasons that adults give up when they're learning a language or they don't even try to learn a language is because they think they're too old. So, the, you know, they're like, well, you know, I'm 35. It's too late. 
I should have started learning a language when I was two. God, I wish my parents had <laughs> had enrolled me in English class when I was a baby, right? And now I'm too old. It's over. Children are like sponges. But yes, it's not true. It's not true. So I want to talk about a specific piece of research, which is by Karen Lichtman from Northern Illinois University. It's from 2016, so it's quite recent. And what they did was they they taught a group of children and a group of adults, they taught them an artificial language called, called silly speak. <laughs> so they taught them in two different ways. So they, they took the children and first they taught them this language, which is artificial, so it's invented. So the children had to, you know, learn from zero, basically, okay? They taught them implicitly, which meant that they just used the language in the classroom to do things like play games and to, uh, to, to talk and, and to just use, right? They didn't actually teach them anything. It was just there in the classroom. And they did the same with the adults. <clears throat> and then after that, they went back and they taught the children explicitly, which meant that they sat them down and, you know, they, they explained to them the rules and they showed them how the language worked, more like a traditional uh, classroom. And, and then they did the same with the adults. Now, what would you expect happened, right? What, what, did, what, would you, what would be your guess as to what happened? Well, what happened was that the adults performed better in basically all aspects of the language compared to the children. So they learned the grammar faster, they noticed better, they, they were faster. So not only were, they, not only were they, they better, but they were faster than the children. Right, And this makes sense. This makes a lot of sense because adults have the power of logic, of reasoning, of problem solving. They're basically adults. Now, I think if you think about it, you can't deny that you have more brain power than a two-year-old. <laughs> well, at, le- at least I hope, I hope, I hope you do. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so... Where did this myth come from? Where did this idea come from that that children can learn a language so much better than adults? Well, I think it comes from two places. The first, the first place is accent. So when adults hear children speaking with really great accents, they automatically assume that they have great language skills. They have perfect, perfect language. But as I talked about in a previous Daily Digest, the reason that children are able to, to produce native-like accents is because of the way that the brain develops over time. And that has nothing to do with your language ability. You could have a great accent and not be able to string a sentence together. And that, that is possible. And you can see that in some cases. Um, but I think the second reason is that Adults do not realize how much time children spend in education, in learning. Now, 
you as an adult, you have responsibilities that include things like going to work, cooking meals, maybe looking after your children, doing the dishes, commuting, sitting in front of the television, watching Game of Thrones and drinking beer. All of these things are not learning. But children, on the other hand, spend an enormous amount of time learning. They play with their friends. They play. They learn through play. They go to school. They watch educational programs. They're curious. And that's another important thing is that children's minds are open to all new experiences. But on top of that, they spend an enormous amount of time learning. They spend, well, think about it. By the time uh, you know, a child comes out of university, they're like 19 or 20 or even older. Think about, think about what you could do with your language if you dedicated 20 years to full-time learning. So with everything, it's, it's, there's no secret here. It's contact. There's no substitute for contact with the language. If you want to learn a language, there is absolutely no substitute for just using it for play, for communication. I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Digest. If you're an adult, don't give up. Please try. You're a lot smarter than a two-year-old. <laughs> I'm Christian. This is Kangaroo English, and I'll see you in class. It's time to stop studying.